0: Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. So this fine, uh, chilly evening as I'm recording this here in November 2021 from the new house, the new studio. uh, I woke up this morning. It was frosty. The car said 31 degrees and literally the whole landscape outside my new house was white, not with snow, just that much frost. So winter is coming. And as a skier, I'm very excited. So, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm not here to talk about skiing. I'm not here to talk about frost. I'm here to bring you another new healthy influencer. I'm actually excited because we were just geeking out before I hit record tonight. And she's actually talked to a back in the day most downloaded episode, I think, probably still to this day, gentleman that I have name-dropped many times on this show's history, uh, shout out to Dr. Jack Cruz with a K. He aired back on February 20th, 2017 on episode 51, one of the first ever episodes where I recorded video. And we obviously, we are recording video tonight. We stream this live uh, in the Facebook world immediately, and then when this airs in the podcast world later, you'll have this also available on YouTube as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's geek out here because we're about to get to know a fun young woman who might know a little bit about quantum health. She geeked out so much about it uh, beyond me that she decided to launch a TV channel about it, too. So, uh, again, back to video and the importance of education. But, again, quantum health, ladies and gentlemen, as in circadian rhythm, we've talked about this before, uh, quantum biology. We might geek out about something along those lines. I mean, I actually have a great bio about her. Uh, but uh, some big things that popped out to me right away that she apparently loves to talk about, and I'm a geek about, is things like blue light. Okay, I've got four different pairs of blue light blocking glasses, thanks to all the manufacturers I've had on this show as well. Uh, I can geek out about butter versus margarine. Oh, yeah, I'm going there, people. And then whether or not to wear sunscreen or not, don't get me going on that. And there's a whole lot more about this. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Meredith Oak, welcome to the Live Fuel Show. Thank
0: you very much, Scott. It is a pleasure to be here.
1: Well, I love the fact that as we hit record and I like it when these, these agencies who send me people like you have a great, be- beautiful bio. And I, I, again, obviously you've spent time as an ICF accredited executive coach and you have a lot of information about you. But right when I saw keywords quantum health, it was easy to approve you. My team sent that over to me and I'm like, yeah, just go ahead and say yes. <laughs> I don't even need to say the rest right. of the because one, it's very rare to get people to reach out who even want to talk about that subject let alone put those two words together so so we can keep the audience excited about this show and not because everybody's got a short attention span these days why those two words mean so much to you let's go right in on that and then we can expand on it so they understand what you and I are probably going to be leading down a road on so why quantum health
0: quantum health is the new paradigm of how we need to look at human biology and and how to be healthy. The way that we have been trained our whole lives to think of how our bodies work uh, is wrong. Is the wrong word? It's incomplete. And uh, once you can wrap your mind around the shift that we are actually uh, quantum beings, that quantum mechanics can occur in dark, wet, in warm, wet places. It, like within human biology, which to this day, most physicists will tell you is not true. They will tell you that quantum processes only happen in outer space and at the subatomic level in certain kinds of conditions. And there was a book that came out, um, the coming age of quantum biology, a couple of academic guys, a quantum, a biologist and a quantum physics physicist decided to do something crazy, which was talk to each other and see if. Each Of their disciplines could solve the other's problems, um, could answer questions that weren't being answered, and they did, and they could. And so, then other brilliant people took their conclusions and started to apply, make practical applications to human health.
1: Okay. I like this. so. Why did you get drawn to it then? Because, obviously, uh, and a quick background on you you've been around the block a little bit, uh, you're a newer a state of New York resident that I just learned about, but you've also uh, traveled around the world. You've lived in other countries. Um, thanks to COVID, it, it clearly triggered you guys to move again. And, and then obviously become a geek about circadian life so much that you started Quantum Health TV. Uh, so actually real quick, because yeah. I love to screen share, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Quantum Health TV, there's the site. It actually translates over to circadianlife.tv as well. Uh, yeah. So there's a whole site here video resourcing people. So we'll turn and talk more about that. But so, so what threw you so headfirst into it? <laughs> because I started geeking out about it probably over five years ago, only because of people that I heard on other podcasts. And then I stumbled across some audiobooks. Then I stumbled across people like Jack Cruz when he was still approachable and able to get them on a show. That guy is such a hot item. And then I started falling down the rabbit hole. And I never wore blue blocking glasses until then. I never knew that I should probably turn off my Wi Fi at night. You know, thanks. Thanks to Dr. Cruz, Uh, all these other things affecting our cellular health at the cellular level. Um, And then learning about circadian rhythm and yada, yada, yada. So for you, what, what flipped the trigger? What what was like, you know, I'm all in, let's do this.
0: (laughs) So for me, I mean, the short answer is I don't like cooking. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So, okay okay all right let's let's go down that rabbit hole Cook
0: so i quantity. you know i had i was having some health challenges um which i i came to understand was chronic fatigue one of my children was having some health challenges <clears throat> and all of the feedback that we were getting was change your food change your food take this out put that in you know and I just, I love eating. I love, I'm a food appreciator, but I'm not like, I'm not so much in the kitchen. I have, you know, the way my mind works. I don't like details. I don't like recipes.
1: <laughs> and so,
0: yeah, I do. I like big picture, right? I like to look at the big picture and like see how things should work. So for me, the idea of having to micromanage my food to the level that I felt like I had to, because every time, you know, you're not getting better, the feedback that you kind of get is like, okay, well, you're not, you're obviously eating something wrong. Um, and it, it just got to the point where I was like, I was, I was, I had ordered a spiralizer, you know, those things where you put the,
1: I I was on our wedding list (laughs) and I haven't used it since.
0: Well, there you go. so I'm, I'm like reading all these blogs of like how to have a ketogenic family. And I'm like, I mean, keto keto's great, you know, whatever. But I have three children. It was like, it just seemed so. And I I was reading this thing and it was like, just get a spiralizer. And then you put the zucchini in the spiralizer and it's just like spaghetti and your kids will love it. And I like got this thing out of the box and I was staring at it on my kitchen counter. And I was like, They will not love it. They will not love it. They don't want zucchini shaped like spaghetti. They want spaghetti. And I just kind of had this moment where I I just sat down and I was like, there has to be something else, right? Like it can't just be food is important, but there has to be some other piece that I'm missing. Um, because it just didn't feel like it didn't feel like I had a complete picture. Um so I got really quiet and I just sat there and I watch a lot of videos and I listen to a lot of podcasts and I'm like, are
1: you, are you hinting at YouTube university? That's what <laughs> Yes. everybody has to watch everything on YouTube. And
0: learn. Yes. But there's and a like,
1: wealth of information out there. If you could sort through it all.
0: Yes. You have to, you have, you have to definitely have a high level of discernment and trust your own judgment and be able to sort sort through the nonsense. Um, and I had a few trusted interviewers that I really like that I liked that were pretty woo-woo, but I I just I sat there and I just I was like, okay, Meredith, like there must be a clue somewhere in all of the all of the research you've done over the years. there sure. must be a clue. And I flashed to an interview I had seen with Dr. Jack Cruz. And I had and I remembered listening to it and I'm like, oh, that was interesting like about the light and you know, it's good to be outside or whatever. Um, but when I was up against the wall and I couldn't get better and I couldn't get my child better and I just c- couldn't see a, a way forward and no one had any answers, you know, I I'd, tr- I'd done all the supplements, I'd done all the acupuncture, I'd done all the things. Um, I went back and watched it again from that place, from the place of being up against a wall. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God.
1: Where were you going with this because I mean, again, ladies and gentlemen, got to really think about this i i've i've said it before and she couldn't have said any better like she had, just a few minutes ago she mentioned woo woo right now you're mentioning once you're at a different place go back and reconsume some content and see how you reflect on it differently i was the same way about the law of attraction right reading all those books and the secret and all that stuff and i thought that was the most woo woo crap i've ever i'm like whatever and then again If you look into the behind the scenes, yeah, a lot of the the book, The Secret, and they turned it into a movie, it does come across very woo-woo, but they've got physicists involved in that content as well. And it's like, there's a lot of power behind these bodies and the power plants within our cells, the mitochondria and this energy and everything else. So whether you want to look at it as woo-woo or not, fine, that's that initial threshold. Then we have to take personal accountability for our potential future and say, okay, well, I've acquired some more knowledge. I've met some more influencers. Now let's go back. Reconsume some content and see if it's if we're getting anything different out of it. So, what was one of the biggest things that popped out to you when you went back and you're just like, Oh, It was like a ha- aha moment type of thing, or?
0: yeah, absolutely. Okay. And you, yeah, and I I'm I'm right with you, Scott. Like that is exactly like sometimes like you hear something and you're kind of like, "Yeah, okay, whatever," and then you hear it again when you need it, and it's like, "Whoa!" And for me, it was the idea that our bodies are being programmed by our environment and the absolute, you know, most all encompassing aspect of that is the light that we're under. So if it's not totally dark, when you're sleeping, your body knows like our, our, our bodies, even if you're covering your eyes, your body can tell that the light is there because every single cell in our body is being programmed by that light. And If you're messing with that, it's like, like, it's like, oh, I'm I'm working on my sleep routine, so I've done all these things, and then like drinking a Red Bull before you go to bed, right? Like, not a good idea. That's That's what I would, and I was like reading on my iPad. I was like, you know, and yeah. So the idea that that my health was being programmed by my environment. Like the and the and that our mitochondria are programmed by the frequencies of light that they're exposed to. And that if we mess that up, we break them. Like we break our mitochondria and they and they power everything, as you just said.
1: Yeah, which again translate to the listeners who are newer listeners. Mitochondria is basically consider it the power plant within your cell. So we're talking deeper than just at the cellular level people. So like Millions of cells in your body, millions of power plants. Imagine shutting them all down. You're dead. Yeah. Right. I mean, at at the most severe level, at the most severe level. You're like
0: throwing a grenade into all of the, all of the, the foundation of the function of your body just by having toxic light.
1: And again, there's lots of other triggers, right? There's you go beyond light. Now you, you, can, you can go down other rabbit holes. You have a uh, fungal influence, right? So a uh, mold influence, uh, yeah. all these other variables that depending on the influencer you stumble across in the podcasting world or YouTube world. Yes. Some people's symptoms might be tied to a, a mold exposure. Some things are tied to dietary. You, like you said, you hated the kitchen, but it's like, yes, there are nutritional t- triggers. But if there was one thing that I learned from getting into this, like you are, it's like, holy crap. Well, there's one thing that it affects you all the time. It's life. Yeah. Doesn't matter what diet you, you're. I hate the word diet. Let me let me pause on that. All right, we're throwing that's a bad four-letter word. <laughs> Diet's a short-term mindset. People is your lifestyle, right? So, like adding what we're talking about right now into your healthy lifestyle goals is very, very key. So, whether you're experiencing or studying a ketogenic lifestyle or a carnivore lifestyle, yada yada yada. Or my client, uh, I was telling you, Vinny, nsng guy no sugar no grains a lot that's that was before keto became a thing basically the same foundation but that's all nutrition so that's that's what you're doing nutritionally we're talking about cellular health influenced by light yes so what's the sun Mm -hmm. to our newer listeners meredith since you've been studying this for so long what light frequencies do we get from the sun
0: so i like to i like to talk in metaphors and Um, that's why I
1: knew you'd have fun with that.
0: Yeah. So I yeah. so, uh, you said yeah. you're an
1: English major. So I
0: am an English major and you know, I have to work really, ra- really hard to wrap my head around the science. And then I forget it five minutes later. So I just remember like the key concepts, right. But it's like, you were talking about the mold. Okay. So if somebody was eating really well and exercising and like doing all the things, but then their bedroom was infested with toxic mold, it wouldn't be surprising that they weren't getting better. Right. And yet that's what we do. If we don't address our light, we're basically, you know, it's, it's not mold. It's light, but it's like, if we're, we could be eating well, we could be doing all the things, but then if the sun goes down and we turn on the LEDs and we go on our laptop with no blue blockers and we do that until 11 o'clock at night, and then we wonder like why we can't lose that last bit of weight or get our energy back. Right. Like we're, we're breaking it. So the sun you
1: programmed, uh, your eyes and your cells to say, Oh, blue light. Well, that's daytime. Yes. You're telling your brain and all the functionality that happens from behind the eye, um, say, Hey, it's daytime. I'm going to stay hopped up and ready to go. Yes. So good luck trying to go exactly. to sleep.
0: <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, and then, and sleep. then, Yeah,
1: but then you can't stay asleep,
0: but then you can't stay asleep. Or even if you do stay asleep, the the repair mechanisms that are meant to be working while you're sleeping are not working because you didn't produce the chemicals and the hormones necessary for that to happen because we try because those are all set by light.
1: And where do those happen? Right behind the eye. Right. So back to that point of you're allowing yourself to be exposed by blue light, all these negative frequencies that is passing through the eye. And a lot of people don't realize I've learned that over the years that what happens from behind the eye is actually the production of that. Okay. What am I thinking of actually? I'm brain farting right now. Wow. I, I just put myself on point that the, the, the to help you go to sleep, that people take melatonin,
0: melatonin. melatonin yeah.
1: production. Thank you. Yes. And then obviously, cause I, I also take a magnesium supplement that my client makes, but it's mm-hmm. like, okay. I can take all the supplements I want in the world. But again, back to your point, I'm still allowing these other triggers to break down that process. So great. I've yeah. taken the supplements and maybe I'm a health and fitness nut. So, I mean, I'm in pretty good shape, but again, if I'm still not addressing that light, I'm breaking all these natural processes that could be benefiting, but I, I assume oh, I'm healthy. I'm fit. I work out and I take supplements. So I'm fine.
0: Yeah. And you can look amazing, but oh, that, yes. and that's where you start to hear people, um, getting really bad injuries out of nowhere or, you know having sleep issues or all these things, even though they're meant to be very fit. Cause when the, the best way to start <clears throat> is to go outside at sunrise. So the, the light spectrum changes throughout the day, back to your earlier question about what's happening. So the, the light <clears throat> spectrum that's happening at sunrise is literally like uh like a barcode and your mitochondria are literally scanning that barcode to, so to know what to do. and the morning and the sunrise is when you make the melatonin. And then when you go to bed at night and it's completely dark, the lack of light tells, tells your body to release the melatonin. And then all of the, all of the beautiful things happen when you're, when you're sleeping that autophagy, which is like literally your cells repairing themselves. Um, And so you can, If you have an intact circadian rhythm, your sleep is refreshing. It does what we remember sleep doing when we were kids. right? (laughs) I
1: I live this way. My wife does not. I love her. Um, She's a very intelligent woman. She went to Cornell university, went to UPenn university. She's a doctor of equine uh, medical for animals, large animals. She's a doctor of chiropractic for animals, smart cookie iPad and TV. I bought her boot blocking glasses. Doesn't wear them. I'm sitting right next to her with my blue blocking glasses. No iPhone. No iPad. I watch a movie with her. And then, again, we're, I've been doing it for years. She just, you can't, it's like, it's just like with diet and coaching. I tell you, like, you can't force people unless they're ready for it. And she's five years younger than me. So maybe
0: yeah.
1: maybe she yeah. justifies it that way. And I was like, babe. I was like, I was like she, she just got injured by a horse, you know, uh, this week. So I was like, she might have torn her ACL. I was like, I'm not saying you're, you could be bulletproof from this, but our bodies from the inside out, we need to find ways to bulletproof them. Like I, yeah. I, I collapsed the lung two years ago, <coughs> working out. Thanks. I was in that hospital eight, eight days, gave me robotic lung surgery, all that. I was, I did not touch one piece of that hospital food. I made sure my wife brought my blue block and glasses over so I could get proper sleep. I wouldn't take any of their phar- crazy pharmaceutical pain drugs. Like I was, once, once that done, boom, take me off the chest tube. I was out. I was recovered back working out within a few weeks. And people were like, you know, you're being crazy. I was like, no, I'm not. Because I laid one hell of a foundation and I didn't break my protocols the whole time in the hospital. I had my wife bringing me um, my grass-fed beef. I sold sourced from a local farm. I had my blue blockers. I had her bring in my bone broth. I was, I was drinking bone broth. The nurse is looking at me like I'm crazy, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is what I do. <laughs> you know, I don't eat your nasty Jello or whatever your hospital's giving me." When it gets night, when I'm, I'm waking up in the morning as early as I could in a hospital bed, and then I'm going to bed at night. I'm putting my blue blockers on, like I'm following my. I, it's it's part of my lifestyle. Ever since I guess I, yeah. ever since uh, meeting Jack in 2017, and then actually, uh, you ever meet uh, Kevin Cottrell? No. Oh, he's one of his early mitochondriacs. That's how I got connected to Jack. So Kevin was actually episode 44. Jack was way back in episode 51. Uh, but okay. Kevin came on because he was a broken Silicon Valley executive, like physically broken down, all kinds of problems. Mm. He used to be a big outspoken person in the, in the paleo world before keto started taking off. Okay. So he was a big paleo, uh, beating cancer, uh, sleep, all that stuff. Yeah. So technically Kevin's the first one who got me going and then he introduced me to Jack and just blew the, blew the doors wide open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I, I got to reach out to him. I wonder what Kevin's up to these days. Uh, but anyway, that was one of my early, uh, influencers, uh, from that world. So, but he was one of, uh, Dr. Jack Cruz's early mitochondriacs as oh,
0: Jack. cool. I'll have to look him up. Yeah. We'll get
1: it. C O T T R E L L. So, okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he was like overweight, unhealthy. And, and yeah, he's a big supporter of In the Sun. Like he's all tan all the time now, you know. Yeah. As, as we That's see, amazing. We yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, so, so how did yeah. you, so obviously, how long have you been an adopter of this education though?
0: So the spiralizer moment was in
1: 2018.
0: Okay. And, um, I started to get serious and <clears throat> at that time we were living in France. And so I re- I downloaded the D minder app because, you know, one of the things I was learning was the importance of being in the sun for making vitamin D. So, you know, I knew you couldn't make vitamin D in the winter in a lot of places, but I'd never thought much about it beyond that. Um, gave my kids a supplement because the pediatrician told me to, and that was kind of it. So I downloaded the DMinder app, which tells you it's, it's a very cool app. It tells you where the sun is in the sky and it geolocates you and tells you how much vitamin D you can make on that day, depending where you are. Man, so
1: I'm not I, using that app. All right. I, I, I stand, I stand open to new influence.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: it locates you too. Come
0: on. Yeah. So you turn it on, it figures out where you are and then it, figures out what the sun is doing in that part of the world. And then it tells you, and then it tracks the I use of vitamin D that you're making. You tell it what you're wearing and then it tracks. Okay, so say
1: here?
0: yeah, that's it.
1: D minder pro.
0: Yep. And I believe t- to do those basic things, it's free. I don't, I may have bought it. I don't remember. Um, uh,
1: I, I usually, but, I, I always try the free version and then I end up just getting it if I like it. So yeah. Well, they have it under the right category, health and fitness. So that's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a cool app, but here, <laughs> here's the thing. So I downloaded that app in, uh, early November, um, in Paris, France, and the, it figured out where I was. And then it kind of goes through. your next vitamin D window is in 144 days. <laughs> I was like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to Mexico.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: So, that was just one of those, you know, one of those things where like, yeah, you know, you know, I come like, yeah, I know I'm not probably getting vitamin D in the winter here, but I didn't really think about what that meant. Um so we Booked a trip to Mexico uh, over the holidays in December. And that was the first time we got up. Well, we were there. We got up every morning and looked at the sunrise. Um, We spent as much time as possible outside. We did not use sunscreen. I told the kids, if you feel like you're getting burned, go in the shade.
1: But that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. It worked. I'm an (laughs) anti-sunscreen person too. You're going to get skin cancer. I'm like, "Eh, don't get me going. But I was like, this is like, the human body is a very intelligent machine. So it's, if you start feeling like you're getting hot and warm, that's your body talking to you. So it's like, maybe double check your skin. Maybe you cover back up. Yeah. You're not supposed to be able to sit in the sun all day long. That's not necessarily normal. Most human beings, you know, a long time ago would never do that. (laughs) They'd run back into the jungle or go back to their cave or whatever it may be. And it's like, yeah, that's okay. Your body's talking to you, but you feel it's okay to slack yourself with chemicals just so you could stay out there longer and you think you're helping your vitamin D production, but you blocked your son, your, your body's ability. And then I, yeah. I, I like this because like, people don't know that when you're sweating, you're, you're sweating out vitamin D, right? So it's like, okay. So then you think, oh, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to run off the, run off to the, the beach and use a little portable shower there and then wipe it all off. So it's like, okay. So, cause you're sweating. I'm like, no, just let your body absorb that back in for a little bit. Maybe not rush that shower right away. It's all kinds of things I've learned over the years. Am, am I wrong on this? I mean, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, no. Yeah. That's yeah, you're you're at the forefront, right? It's like we take we take this poison and use it to block out the life-giving.
1: What, we're, what we think that we're getting. Percent. It's like yeah. it's like, oh no, I, I gotta go out and get my vitamin D. Oh no, let me shellac my, my chemical stuff. Yeah. you're like, you literally thought you were helping yourself, <laughs> and then you literally counteracted your help your own self-help.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's gotten insane. Like I, I go outside early in the morning, right? And so you're out, you know, you're out like, like seven o'clock in the morning and you walk by someone and you can smell the sunscreen. And I'm like, why would you think you're going to get sunburned at seven o'clock in the
1: morning? Plus even I know uh, from years as a <laughs> wild and firefighter um, that the peak burn rate of the day is actually between two and 4 p.m. So that was what used, uh, out west because I traveled all over the west. That's part of the book. Yeah. Okay. You said your uh, you said your brother is a far firefighter, right? Uh, yeah,
0: I went in uh, um, Squamish, British Columbia. There
1: you go. Oh yeah, BC, love BC. So uh, great times up there. I, I got married up that way. So uh, oh wow. Well, maybe not. Be, well, no wait we, we we did a heli skiing wedding in Banff, but then went over to BC to do the actually heli thing, and then we did some backcountry snowcat skiing. I don't know. We were all over the place up there. The Canadian Rockies are majestically beautiful. So. They're gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Bamf is one of the most beautiful places in the world.
1: I got to go back when it's not white because apparently it's 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 yeah. it's beautiful in the winter, but apparently it's even more beautiful in the summer from everything I looked at. So, but again, get out and enjoy the sun. You know, yeah. You know, maybe heck, even in the winter, especially if you're at altitude, because that's your better chance of getting proper sun exposures at higher altitudes yeah. in the off seasons. Like, get out there on that sunny day. And take a ski jacket off, tie it around your waist, and go skiing short sleeve. People think I'm Yeah. People think I'm crazy.
0: Absolutely. I was
1: like, oh, you know what? I'll and, embrace the chill. I'm all right with it.
0: Yeah. No, and then you're getting a little – yeah, no, it's good. And even, even the health benefits of, benefits of the sun are present all year round. So vitamin D is – Crucial, but it's not the only thing. So I've been, you know, been doing a lot of talks lately on preparing for high latitude winter, right? And the message I keep getting from these quantum practitioners is just like, be outside as much as you can, no matter what, because the your the sun is conditioning your body in all kinds of ways, even beyond the vitamin D project production, in terms of setting your circadian biology and all of, all that kind of stuff. So it's like,
1: yeah, let's, let's, let's break that down. Cause it's been a while since I've had somebody on the show and we've geeked out about circadian rhythm. And again, one thing I like about you already is that you, you right off the, from the get-go said, listen, I'm an English major. I can't, yes. I can't, it's, and I think that happened to me early on with the woo-woo response, right? If we can reduce some of the people listening to this show's initial woo-woo response, let's make that our goal today. Right? So okay, okay. we're not yeah. talking woo-woo people. This is actual science. It's not fake. It's actually been tested, clinical trials, all kinds of stuff. We got, yeah. you know, trying to become a physicist is not an easy educational path. These people aren't messing around. So because you're an English major and you translate it, what is the most simplistic way outside of the sleep cycle, which we already discussed, how to help people understand the basics of circadian rhythm?
0: So circadian rhythm tells your body what to do to function optimally. So the more out of sync your circadian rhythm is, the less ability your body has to function optimally. It just cannot do it. It's like it's like an orchestra playing out of tune, right? If your circadian rhythm is working the way it's supposed to, which is being programmed by the natural by natural light, um, your cells—if you could hear them—would s- sound like the New, York, the New York Philharmonic, right? Like it would just—it would be beautiful.
1: Just a continuous resonation. Yes. Is that a word? Resonation? I think so. Uh,
0: resonance? resonance.
1: Well, resonance. Right. We'll go with this resonance. Yeah. There's going to be such a clean. Uh, so I, I actually, I've had a lot of people on this show. We geeked out about stuff like this, right? So when I was in high school, instead of following the college prep route, I went to a vocational school and I studied microelectronics technology.
0: Nice. good I, for you. I
1: used to be able to rebuild circuit boards.
0: And, oh, that's
1: great. But the cool thing is there was a machine. This is in the 90s. But yeah. I think they still use it to this day. It's called an oscilloscope. And you would take these little electric leads and you'd hook them up to a circuit and there'd be a, a, a sign and a, a sine wave and if you're if you're resonating two different circuits, you would, your goal is to try to align these sine waves and get them to follow each other in sync. So I'm just trying to apply a, a visualization to what you're discussing uh, as well. Beautiful. So, yeah, so I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm a bit techie when I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's that beautiful oh, resonance, that yeah. continuous pattern, right? It's like, here, for the listeners out there, it's like, When you find a podcast that you think somebody told you that you should go listen to, and I've had this happen many times, and I go listen to this podcast, and you could tell that they're using, like, a cheapo pair of, like, Apple iPhone headset or whatever. They haven't, like, just go hide in your closet, you know, for sound quality. Like, you're in your kid's room. Like, I love it, right? It's like, hey, guys, like, just take a couple of steps to care about good, clean audio, that's all. It doesn't have to be perfect. I got a dog. He's dying of cancer. He's beaten it once. We cut his leg off for him. If he howls in the background now, I don't care. It's my house. It's my lifestyle. But like, I'm, I'm going to make sure I have a decent microphone, do some, some, you know, do some things to make a podcast sound smooth and nice and professional. Well, I kind of think about that when it comes to circadian rhythm. Like you, you, you're doing all these things to make your body heal, or you think you're making your body heal, or making your brain rest and heal but everything is so out of whack and so out of tune. You can't understand why it's not working. It's like, cause you're not doing these necessary little extra steps to love yourself. So you're so, so your body can heal and your brain can heal and recover. Uh, what are you, what are your thoughts where I'm going with all that?
0: I love it. It's beautiful, Scott. And that that's exactly it, right? Like it goes back to what we were saying before about you can take really good care of yourself, but then if you go to bed in, you know, pile of asbestos, everything you've done that day is, not going to save you. Right. So it's if like not taking care of our light is like, I would say, as toxic as sleeping in a pile of asbestos. Like it's the same thing. It's
1: okay, pretty extreme. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to imagine it because, like, well, it's funny because, like, our old house, our old house that's selling right now was my wife's great grandfather built it back in 1910. Wow. So you know, when they, slowly updated that house over the year, they had to take asbestos out of there. And actually she, when she bought it from the family, there was asbestos in the house and she had to pay you know professional removals. In yes. house because why? Because asbestos is deadly. It is a no yes. documented cancer trigger. Yes. You don't want to live in a house with asbestos.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> right? Like we know this. And if you were sleeping in a room and you knew the walls were filled with asbestos, it would... You know, you'd be like, oh, I really got to deal with that. It's not a good thing.
1: Good idea. Oh, it's right? like mold, right? Like, okay, you start finding yeah. mold. What to hopefully intelligent people do next. I'm going to call a mold remediation company to come out and inspect that room, the house and the walls, and then do things to ensure that the mold is dead and or removed. And then then spend further money and time to tra- find what is the source, usually moisture some type of water damage and then make sure we fix that too. So it's hilarious how we're fixing our homes which, uh, because the building codes says so or yada, yada, yada. And then coming back to us, we're still doing nothing <laughs> to fix ourselves from the inside. Yeah. Out. So removing all these exterior tr- negative triggers, but some of the basic things like light we've taken for granted. And it's a shame and it's not really our fault. It's just that there's, the mainstream media the mainstream medical world has no freaking clue about it yeah it's not in the textbooks it's not it's not mainstream exactly. enough I like that I have to go with that word it's not mainstream enough. yeah it's still
0: weird. Yeah. yeah it's and you know what scott like and this is why my husband and i decided to do this project is because we started asking these doctors who had figured it out right like so there's dr cruz who did just, I mean, his body of work Question. is un, like stunning. Um, and there are now, a, a you know, a small number of other practitioners who've studied it and other MDs who've studied it. Um, and I, I started to ask them like, you know, and they all have, they all have, you know, I have interviewed so many of them and they all have a few things in common, right? For one, they're open-minded. Um, Number two, they really care about their patients. And they're like, what I learned in school is not helping. Number three, they're all independent. They own their own businesses. They don't work for a big hospital or university or something like that. But I said to them, How, like, when is this going to be part of what doctors are taught? And they they laugh. They're like... Oh. <laughs> like, I don't know if this will ever get taught. And if it does at least 15 years, okay.
1: The biggest joke that Vinny and I talk about on his show or my show or in our marketing or in the, the doc, the, the fat documentary movies he came out with is every doctor I've interviewed, every scientist he's done, he's got, he's approaching 2000 shows online. He's, wow. He's been doing this a long time. He's like nine years of podcasting. I mean, he's he, he's, he, uh, he guest stars on Adam Carolla's podcast, The Famous Comedian. That guy has the Guinness record of podcasting. <laughs> His, the biggest frustration he talks about right along the same wavelength that you're hitting on is he loves to ask medical professionals how much education when they were getting a degree was focused on nutrition. <laughs> now, do you know the answer to that question? I, th- I think they get US, a couple of speak to Canada. I can only speak to USA. I can't speak to Canada. So I'm just wondering, do you know?
0: Not much.
1: What would be a guess?
0: Um, the doctors I've spoken to have said in, for nutrition, they're like, yeah, I think we spent like maybe an hour. There you go. <laughs> Their entire.
1: Top three responses. One hour. <laughs> one day. One week. Max but the one week I've only heard one time. Yeah. They couldn't clarify that it was, it wasn't a week solid of content. It was just over a week. They trickled through some nutritional content. And again, back full circle to earlier in the show, it's not just about nutrition, but you also have to think about it this way. Just like light feeds the power plant in your cells, the mitochondria, you do have to feed the body good, clean nutrition that it was meant and designed to process and use, not over manufactured garbage. With yeah. inflammatory seed oils and all this, you know, man-made junk, like it's just awful. But again, back to our point, light, right? So, yeah. um, I, here, here's some. You know, actually, you, you've, so how many interviews have you done now for your your site, your Quantum Health TV?
0: Oh gosh, I don't know, probably thirty.
1: Nice. And when did you kick it off?
0: Um, last winter, winter 2020, so February 2020, I believe.
1: Yeah, I have to do some more screen sharing again because I love that's the fun of video. Yeah. Um, so is this in your catalog? Yeah.
0: Yep. Sorry, it
1: is. You your catalog. So you go, you got, so again, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I'm screen sharing right now. If you want to watch this on YouTube, when it airs, if you're listening to this in the regular podcast world, well, but they've got modules broken up. You got circadian certification modules. You got, uh, the basics, right? Quantum health explained. You got pro yeah. tips here. So I like how you guys build up from the basics and get into some more advanced stuff. So this is good. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had a uh, Maruka on here yet?
0: Uh, We are in the process. Of, I do. I we're in the process of setting it up. Okay, yeah, he's about we, the show. The Yeah, he's yeah he's fantastic. I met him because he's
1: one of Jack's uh, proteges as well. So
0: yes. yes, yeah, I met him on the beach when on that trip to Mexico I mentioned earlier.
1: Okay, yeah,
0: um, and uh, yeah, he's he's wonderful. He's done a lot to move this to move this information back
1: on episode two forty two in two thousand eighteen. So. Like I said, I've had, a, a, yeah. I've had numerous influencers on this Okay. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> to honor him. You know what? I just popped off screen, ladies and gentlemen, because I have so many different pairs of blue blockers. I don't have his in front of me. His are in my, uh, tra- my travel bag. That's why. When I go to hotels, yeah. I travel with right. his. Because, again, he was very educational on the proper red lens, which you're wearing. Yeah. The ones I'm wearing are from Swanick. Uh, you know, the, the Swanee guy, he's been on the show too. But, I mean, again, good technology, but if you really want the rock solid block, you got to go with that deep red. Uh, that you have. Yeah. so actually, here I'm, I'm gonna change up styles here only because this is fun. <laughs> oh, nice aviator style.
0: I don't know that I've seen aviators like
1: that. <laughs> it's a Swanee, it's not, it's, it's not, nice, but you know. Okay. You're going to send them to me. I'm going to rock them. So I've given away probably pairs of glasses because as soon as I teach somebody, I'm like, listen, these were hooked up to me. I'd rather pass it on, try them out, have fun. Uh, I even had an eye doctor on, oh God, years ago. He came up with his own that he self-launched on Amazon. They're not the red, but again, anything's helping here, right? We're we're stepping people in the right direction uh, because his were benefiting an eye health charity that he had founded. Uh, but he had like different colored plastic frames. And oh, his was the first ones I found that had a nice 50% block for daytime use. Uh, because that's a big deal too. And again, yeah. so let's talk about that real quick because everything is so high tech nowadays. Good segue. Why consider a 50% blocker or a daytime blocker?
0: Because uh, you do want to be getting some blue light during the day. So the reason the darker the lens is, the more blue light is being blocked. So there is no blue light in nature after sunset. There is blue light present in nature uh, during the day, especially around high noon. However, the natural light that you get from the sun, while it contains some of the blue spectrum, you never get just the blue on its own. It's always balanced out with some orange and some yellow and some red. I mean, it's the sun, right? I guess it's not blue. Um, so high noon, when you when it's like that really bright, intense light, that's when you have the most blue light present and the least red. And then sunrise and sunset, obviously, it flips around and the blue almost disappears. So if you wear nighttime blue blockers during the day, you're still messing up your circadian rhythm because you're you're telling it there's no blue light which will trick your body. It'll, it'll make you sleepy. Yep. And you'll want
1: to go to a buddy of mine. Cause he's an it professional. So he yeah. works on, you know, his company's networks. So he's always in front of a computer monitoring their computer networks and all this stuff. And I told him like, listen, you got to start rocking these at night. Cause his sleep health was in the crapper. And, yeah. Uh, but then he's like, Oh man, he said, like, these glasses suck. And I was like, what do you mean they suck? And he said, he's like, I'm like, I'm tired every day at work. I'm like, Whoa, 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 Got a pause here. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I said, those glasses were for nighttime use. He's like, yeah, but they were working so great at night. I figured I should probably use them during the day. I was like, whoa, no. I was like, yeah. see, we just made a big mistake, and I'll take some accountability on this. Nighttime only. Yes. Because he was getting tired, and it was jacking him up during the day. So he was falling back and drinking his whatever, Diet Dr. Peppers and Mountain Dews or whatever. <laughs> unhealthy garbage he was putting into his body, which is that's, that's a long-term project I have with him. Uh, we've known each other since we were 16 years of age. So it's a longer cycle of education that I have to break, break down for him. Yeah.
0: And the people who know us best are ne- never want to hear it.
1: And, but, but if you, if you love somebody and you care about them, meet them where they're at. Don't force anything. Let them come back to you. And sure enough, like it was like, I, I never even, when he, he, when he finally like two years later asked me about the glasses, I was like, say no more. I'm sending him down your way. I was like, try it. That's all I'm going to say. I didn't force anything. I waited for him yeah. to come back to me. But again, big correction. I thought it was pretty clear it was nighttime. He didn't understand that. So this is a great tip because yeah, people hearing this, there is going to be a small percentage like, you know, I've been hearing about that. I'm going to go order some blue blocker glasses. And then they're going to be like, oh man, I'm going to start wearing them all the time. And then they're going to yeah. make these same mistakes. So yes, yeah. do not wear your normal nighttime glasses at, during the day. Yeah. And again, even during the day, I don't wear my, I have a pair of 50 percenters, but I don't wear them. I'm not always in front of my TV. Like I, I run hourly cycles on my phone. I'll, I'll I'll hammer hard for 45 minutes to an hour. And then I make myself step away. You know, I'll go outside, especially if I'm working from home, go outside, go hang with the dog, go get some sunlight, you know, then come back in if I'm doing some big project work, but I can't stand in front of my computer for three, four hours. I, I mean, by the way, I have a permanently standing desk. You, there's no chairs in my office. You can't sit in here.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Uh, I've been this way for about four or five years. People are like, how do you stand? It's like, it's a little rough in the beginning. And then your body reprograms itself and you're fine. Yeah. You're body's great. An amazing machine. So, um, so anyway, so, so do you have, do you have daytime options or no?
0: Yeah. So there, a lot of the companies now make daytime. Um, there's a company called Viva Ray which actually, I think this is really genius. They, the lenses pop out so you can have the same glasses and you can do interchangeable lenses as the light changes. <laughs> yeah.
1: That- so I think so that's you what we Told me this. So I'm going to go research them now. I got yes.
0: Yeah. No, we've, um, yeah, I've been in touch with the founder of Viva Rays, and he's uh, he's a super nerd. If you want to nerd out deep with someone yep. on the science of <laughs> blue blockers, and I think he's working on a light now. Um, yes,
1: the lights are big. Um, and, and again, we're are still good on time, right? We're still cranking in our normal time slot. You're all right for a bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm good. So, what are your thoughts on the opposite or our healing properties of the red light spectrum? Do you think you got about that at all?
0: Yes. So so the so red light decreases inflammation, which is uh the root cause of almost all chronic illness, right? So red light therapy um from a uh photo device um can be extremely oh, helpful. I gotta pause on that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Drop the sciencey word, come on, English major, photo bio, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Okay. it's 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 a light emitting device that specifically releases the red light spectrum, but it pulses it in a certain way. Right.
0: There you go. Yeah, exactly. So there's different like if you just want to because those devices are like a few hundred dollars to to get to get a good one, it doesn't flicker too much. Right. So if I
1: need one for the office and I'm like, (laughs) just bought the new house, we haven't sold the old house yet. So it's like I got these goals like actually I've been looking at a new have you seen sorry i have to segue here have you seen yeah. like, the hay i think it's called the halo dry sauna so it's a hey it's a it's a salt infusing into the air red light integrated like, nice sauna. i'm like i need that for my home gym so
0: I was like, that sounds really good because i was looking at one called oh,
1: sauna street i was like oh that's- what's that
0: I was just looking at one called sauna space, yeah, the infrared.
1: Yeah, but it's got the infrared and, and it has like
0: and a, the salt.
1: It's, it's some it just it, it releases microlyzed salt into the air. Apparently, there's a lot of health. Yeah. Of that I'm like, yeah, because I have I have, a, <laughs> I have a thirty foot by thirty five foot new metal pole barn on this new property, so I took the entire bay one of the big garage and turned it into my my CrossFit gym. So it's like. Oh, I need some therapy next. I was like, I gotta get a dry sauna. So I'm, I'm researching all that because if I can't get infrared in the house here, or the yeah, light, I was like, why not just do the dry sauna? And like, just have a whole HQ for that. You know, I get the salt, get the light, get some sweat on, like, yeah, so
0: totally. Sweat. And you'll you'll stay optimized all winter doing that, even yeah. though
1: yeah. Well, we're big skiers, so we love the winter. Yeah. So we are outside a lot in the winter, right? But we're still not getting that intensity that summer gets. You. Yeah
0: yeah Yeah. so yeah
1: jack too that's why he moved to louisiana years ago was because you're closer to the equator which he basically said living in louisiana was like living at high altitude in colorado he's like as far as that proximity to the sun getting more of an increased dosing all that stuff like you said you went to mexico like you purposely were living in areas to increase your quantity of access so
0: yes yeah, and it's it's very healing. So that's why we were yeah we lived farther south for a year, and it really helped. And now we're back up north, and we're having to optimize everything.
1: Yeah, well, I'll get but, upstate New York, yeah. like I, I'm right here in Allentown, Pennsylvania, so I'm probably oh, good. I mean, I'm only about an, with, with traffic an hour and a half from New York City, so uh,
0: oh yeah, so it's we're basically
1: neighbors. Yeah, it's it's, it's not hard for you. I, I go up in your region all the time, actually. So, uh, but so. Now, now, do you have the red light panels? Are you looking? Have you already have any of those? Because they are expensive. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. big step. to... And
0: so, the the point that I want to make is, if you just want to optimize your circadian biology, you you actually don't need one of these high level devices. You just need some red light bulbs, and you just want to make sure that they don't have a high flicker. Yeah, like these new LED bulbs. bulbs. Yeah, like even if they're LED, if they're red, you're still gonna be, you're still gonna be okay. So if you you know, all houses now have these like spotlight LEDs in the ceiling. So yeah. our house does. We just don't turn them on at night. We have lamps with either incandescent or red light bulbs in them.
1: Oh, yeah. As soon as I bought this house, it had all those stupid spiral fluorescent light wow. bulbs in it. <laughs> They're energy efficient. I'm like, guess what? I work hard. I'm going to take the most inefficient bulbs and put them back into this house. So what did I do? I went to all the local (laughs) hardware stores and bought all the incandescent bulbs I can have. I probably got an extra hundred bulbs in the closet right now.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: Look like a prepper, but I was like, I'm sorry. I know too much. Yeah. I don't want those led frequencies or the fluorescent frequencies in my home. So now granted I do have a ring light up here, but I'm wearing my blue blocking glasses and they only go on at night. And even during the day, I will put my boot blockers on again if I'm using this for video work because there is some, you know, it makes the skin look good. Whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I have mine on too. I have my, I have my red, my little red light. Do you want to see it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it like a
1: desk lamp with a red bulb in it? Or how do you do it?
0: Um, I knew so you had to have something
1: on because the, light, <laughs> the lighting didn't look normal. So, oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I have my ring light on. So there's decent quality. And then this.
1: Ooh, I like that.
0: Yeah, so that's from a company called EMR Tech. Yeah, you get these those nice little ones. Um, so it's not like a full red light panel where you can do your you know lay in front of it. You do your whole body. They do have those. Um,
1: and the EMR <laughs> Tech they, is uh, T E K.
0: Yeah, T E K. They let's, made let's show them a
1: plug. Here, hold on, screenshot.
0: Yeah, they're great. There you go. So I'll
1: talk about blue blocking uh, glasses as well. So oh, there you yeah,
0: go. I think they started with it. Yeah, there it is. So that's a nice little guy. So you can you know. Put part of your body, you know, sit in front of it. Yeah. Um, put it on it would be, or something like that. It, if your dog is still healing, you could put it, you know, you could put it on your pets as well. Yeah. Uh, but they also make like giant panels. They just made one for an NFL player. Um, one of the doctors I interviewed had it, I bought one for his office. Yeah. Um, his name's Dr. Mike Twyman. He's also fantastic. Um,
1: Holy crap, it's the, this thing.
0: The five- there you go. That's it.
1: <laughs> Dear God. That thing.
0: No, is- so I this this NFL player. I think they built it for him, and then they turned it into a thing. Like you can order it, and he, you you just like stand in front of it. <laughs>
1: well, I have seen large standing panels on these guys, but yeah. I mean, obviously, that's a lot of red light bulbs. I mean, well, it's ten grand. So that will explain this. Okay, Okay. ladies and gentlemen, let's pause here. You don't need to take it to this level right away. Okay, so she, Meredith is dropping some good tips here. So. You don't need to take it to that level unless you want to No,
0: you absolutely do not. Like just to get your to get your circadian rhythm. And this is what's so amazing is that it has such a profound, as Jack with Dr. Jack Cruz would say, an asymmetric effect, right? Like these small changes. And you're like, and when you first hear it, you're kind of like, What? Okay, my light bulbs, you know? And then you kind of think, oh, like if this was true, I would know. Someone would have told me, I would have read about it somewhere. It would have been in a magazine. I would, I'm a, i am I know a lot about health. If this were true, I would know. And then you, you kind of forget about it. Right. And it might take a few repeat messages to come back to it, but it's, it's really like the great thing we're talking about mold and food and everything, which can be complex it is not that hard to get your circadian biology in, in, right. Like the number one thing is when you wake up in the morning, go outside or open a window, right? And try to wake up close to sunrise and have the first light that hits your eyeballs and hits your skin be natural.
1: And while you're at it, go outside and get some earthing in while you're at it. A- yeah, go so stand
0: outside, yeah. yeah. I go outside in the morning, 10 minutes, I stand on the ground, I do some jumping jacks because of getting your heart rate up on a fast in the fasted state and all that. Go, yeah, you go outside in your bare feet if you can, watch the sunrise. And then throughout the day, people used to take smoke breaks, and um, right. take a light, take a sun break, right? And you just go outside so your body can stay in rhythm, and then change your light bulbs. And if you want to watch TV, we like I watch TV. Watch. Throw the glasses on. You no, know, I throw the glasses on, and that's it. Yeah. That's all.
1: It's, so I do <laughs> The know- only
0: investment is like some light bulbs and some blue blockers. It's it's
1: I that's it. That because we're gonna have to buy bulbs anyway. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Why don't just mix it up a little bit. Why don't you try a couple of reds, you stick them in one little room or one little work lamp and just start trying that out, you know, and just, again, one thing I've learned over the years, whether it be health, fitness, everything else I've done, I've been in the fitness space. I've been everywhere. I've trained people in all facets, corporate life, you know, fitness life. I've been around the block and not everybody can just jump all in me. I'm an all in kind of guy. I just jump Not everybody's wired like me. I'm a little crazy. So you got to meet people where they're at. We said this earlier in the show. So sometimes baby steps, people, the smaller, the change, the easier it is for you to make it way through, get used to it. And you move on to the next small change or the next small change. So maybe it's a red light bulb. Then maybe it's earthing later. You now Then it's, it, then you build that consistency first. So you get, what's it, what's the age old uh, ages? And they say, uh, 21 days builds a habit. Yeah. 30, 30 locks it in. Right. So it's okay. Once you get that first month out of the way, Add something else into that routine. And it's funny because my, my wife drives me crazy because well, I drive her crazy uh, because one, the blue light blocking, uh, two, she cannot stand the fact that I get up early in the morning. She wants to sleep in and she's like, oh yeah, I know. I'm like, she's like, technically I'm already awake. I'm like, yeah, that's your circadian rhythm <laughs> telling you to get up. And she's like, no, it's because you're loud. I'm like, no, I sneak out of the bed. Oh, she's like, I was like, so I don't understand why I even bother staying in bed. Cause you already made the joke that you're not sleeping well and you're already awake anyway. So you just lay there with your eyes closed while I get up and go do my thing. I'm like, okay, <laughs> but it's okay. I, I have to meet her where she's at. So yeah. What's the same happy wife, happy wife.
0: Yep. <laughs> so- no true phrase, but yeah. And that's the thing. And you know, I used to be like that. Like I got into this because, because of chronic fatigue and I would sleep for 10 hours and s- still feel exhausted and barely be able to get out of bed. Like I am not an athlete. I do not have a background as like being, You know, I've been into alternative health a lot, but like I would, you know, like I'm just, I, I'm not that person. And now I am, and it it just it's like if you can get the light thing and you get your pro- body kind of working on its on the schedule it's meant to work on things that used to be hard become easy, oh, yeah. easy. people who haven't crazy. seen me in a while they're like sorry did you just say you went for a run
1: <laughs> it's amazing once your body starts talking to you again yeah in positive uh reflection where it's like all of a sudden you're like wait oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit more energized every single day and then eventually it's like oh wait a i'm more energized in the morning and that's like well oh, maybe 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 i will add a workout in and people are like oh i'm too tired fine okay maybe you're not ready for workouts right away Maybe you need to build this foundation first to awaken that untapped energy. That's always been there, but you haven't been able to produce it because everything else is broken. So we just have to fix these bridges and rebuild these connected pathways, right? Synaptic pathways, right? Everything within your, within your brain, within your nerves, everything. So I geek out about this stuff.
0: Scott, that is a really beautiful way to put it. Right. Because I think so many of us are like, Oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Oh my God. Oh my God. Right. And it's like, if we fix the things that are broken, those things that we feel bad we're not doing become doable. Right. It took me a long time to be able to exercise, but like my first big win was that I could get through the day without having to lie down. Right. Like that was a big win for me. And now celebrate those wins. Yeah. 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 And it, it started, those changes really kicked in when I I started taking my life seriously. And I just two quick things I wanted to say. You you reminded me when we were talking earlier about like the asbestos and cancer is that shift work is listed as a carcinogen, right? It, this is docu- it yeah no, this is documented science. It is now well known that people who do shift work for extended periods of time are at a much higher risk of cancer. Yeah.
1: Look at and, our medical professionals. Yeah. Uh, I mean, whether you want to talk about during COVID or not, I mean. Uh, I have, we have a lot of friends in the health space, uh, nurses, doctors, and it's not just long hours. It's like, Oh, you know, you're working third shift. Oof, not good. Not good at all. So our factory workers, the people who make yeah. all the things we take for granted in this world. Yeah. yeah. Second, That's- third shift is rough. Yeah. I've done it in my life. When I was younger, I've worked, I've worked every shift in, in the 24 hour period. I know what it's like. I don't need to do that anymore, <laughs> but we all <laughs> yeah. start somewhere. And I probably didn't realize it because I was in my twenties. So, what did I know? You know I was probably—I thought I was bulletproof back then. So,
0: yeah, um, totally. Well, and the uh, other thing is, if you're looking at your iPhone at midnight, you're basically a shift worker, right? Like,
1: I <laughs> go, like, why? What is happening that's so important at midnight on your iPhone? Like unplug, dude, like <laughs> I know. take a break. I love it, dude. I, uh, now my wife's an on-call doctor, so she can't always do that. Like, I get yeah. on the iPhone and I swipe down and it's that picture of the airplane and I just go, <coughs> airplane mode. There you go. And I go put it on the charger and I walk away. Yes. And, it's, and people, people are like, how do you do that? I, say, I don't know. Just do it. And I, I have a social media marketing business. Like I have a marketing company. I, I help people grow social media. Like, <laughs> how do you unplug? I'm like, it's that easy.
0: <laughs> yeah. You just do
1: it. I just do it. So uh, again, I go yeah. all in because again, I spend. I get on and I get off. People are like, I see you on there all the time. You're always posting this. i like, cause I have a chair. I have my own charity. I have, I, I'm promoting my book. I'm like, yeah, I schedule my time. I get in and I get out. I don't, I don't even go into the news feeds. That's a distraction. Like I get in there, I get my post done. I, I double check a couple of things. I run my data reports and I get out, I'm done because I already do it for a living. Why do I want to live in there? And I unplug. Yeah. So it's something for people to consider. And yeah. Is that one of your top three? Like, uh, cause we definitely have, we have to bring the show to a close, but I know you had it on, You have three absolute essential elements to creating lasting health change. And I want to make sure that was one other point that we got in, but at at the end of the show here today, because I love tips and tricks. So did we already hit on all those? And if, if so, do you want to sum them up?
0: We kind of did, but, but number one, be outside as much as possible, right? Like playing outside with your dog or your kids or someone else's dog or whatever, playing outside, being outside is the number one biggest health hack. Like there's nothing, like there's nothing else. Oh, yeah. There's no, it is our our lifestyle has become so antithetical to what is required for us to feel good. And we wonder why we feel like crap when we live in a way where it is impossible to feel good because we're not outside enough.
1: Okay. So we got that one. What else?
0: And then I would say some blue blockers, unless you want to just go straight to candles as soon as the sun goes down, then you wouldn't need blue yes,
1: blockers. Yeah, you know, very romantic. Very romantic, <laughs> yeah. right? Let's bring back the candles, yeah. not the electric yeah. not fire not
0: the, is not no problem. Because it's not, no no. Not the no.
1: electric candles. No, that's not a candle. <laughs> no. Okay, light it. I know it's a fire hazard, just light it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, candles or a fire in the fireplace, because it's got the infrared in there, so it's not gonna
1: A new house. I got two fireplaces.
0: Nice. I
1: got home last night at sunset. I wanted to be outside. I fired up my log splitter. I'm creating a massive firewood inventory because we have fire pits too. Like, I will sit outside in a parka and just sit there and we'll look at, just get all of that just fire pit warm glow, healthy light. Glow. Love it. Thing. I don't fight yeah. wildfires anymore. Now I just set them. No. <laughs> In a in a control contained way. So, yeah. Um, okay. Well, what's number three?
0: So, number three, I would say I would say blue blockers because probably most people aren't going to go straight to candles after sunset, okay, right? Okay. But if you if you can, you know, if a person can spend more time outside starting around sunrise and put on blue blockers after the sun goes down, okay. Okay. I would love to hear. I would love to hear the the results of that oh, in terms of this time because
1: anyway. the days have gotten shorter. Yeah. Like the one yeah. key part about being on the East coast of the U S is that we still follow. And I grew up on a farm, uh, so I can make fun of it. The whole time change thing. Oh my God. It's dude, a I'm sorry. As a, as a, works. Yeah. If you go back a hundred years ago, yes, farming probably needed that, but thanks to modern technology and not horse drawn equipment, they're getting stuff done. Yeah. No. They even drive the combines at night, getting your inflammatory, <laughs> your inflammatory corn off at night with floodlights on these things. Like they don't need the time change. Get rid of it. The whole date uh, daylight savings time crap is archaic. Get rid of it. So that's just my little soapbox.
0: Yeah, no, and it does. Even that one hour can can mess up your you know your sleep cycle. It's annoying.
1: I mean, it's fine because I, I adapt. I'm a huge outdoorsman, yeah. so I just I I just bought really nice a uh, 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 light lamp systems for my mountain bike. So I can still go riding at night. So I just, I light up the trail with my floodlight and I'm fff, ripping around, get my <laughs> adrenaline junkie life on because again, I'm outside with or without daylight savings time. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has it's been fun. great. I love it. And actually um, one last thing I want to, I want to share with you and then I'll, uh, I'll ask you to hang tight real quick and we'll get you off. Uh, but okay. My dog, 13 year old coon Hound. Uh, Actually, this Thanksgiving, will be three years ago, we had to take one of his legs off to save from cancer. He had localized cancer on his elbow. But this dog is older than, I mean, he, he had a really rough week neurologically last week. I had to put him on some uh, anti-inflammatories. All of a sudden, he's back to his normal spastic self this week. So we're like, yay, we don't have to put you down. You know, because he was, he was pretty bad. But here's one thing, whether he's doing bad or not, that he wants to do every single day. What do you think that is?
0: He wants to go outside.
1: And where do you think he lays when he's outside?
0: In the sun.
1: And where does he prefer to be in the sun? On the concrete or in the yard? On the grass. Hmm. So my dog likes to go lay in the sun all day long in the grass or dirt or mulch, whatever. Yeah.
0: Whatever. Yeah. On the ground. Yeah. They know.
1: Cancer surviving thirteen plus year old coonhound. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow him on Instagram at, at Calvin the Coon Hound. That's right. Uh cause that's what happens when you're a marketing guy. You create your own dog profile. <laughs> but, but seriously, there's some simplicity for you. And then in the evening, he's a high energy spastic nutball. <laughs> Why? Because he charged up all day long.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes, he just was pulling those electrons out of the earth, feel feel, filling himself up. And people, people pulling see, the light, yeah.
1: That, and I used to look at it as like, oh, you're just a lazy dog, and you got a good life. But it's like, no, let's think about oh,
0: that. Oh, yeah.
1: Because the days oh, yeah. tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow he'll stay home with me because I yeah. I, don't tra- I don't travel on Mondays and Fridays. But during the week, if I'm not here, Kristen takes him in her medical SUV with him, so he hangs out in the back seat all day. He's got his own dog hammock and bed and everything else. So he's, trust me, he's fine. But unless the windows are down, he's not getting the sun. I, mean, I noticed mm. those evenings, he's more tired and more lackadaisical. Mm. On Mondays and Fridays or the weekends, when he's been outside charging up, he's hopping around like a three legged freak, howling and doing his thing. And I'm like, hmm, high energy on days that he's been laying outside. I don't know, just throwing that out there. So I figured you'd appreciate-
0: so. I totally, that's, yeah, that is exactly it, right? If we, if we spent half the day lying on the ground in the sun, we would be completely different humans. Our brains would work better. I mean, it would just be amazing.
1: Why do you think people go to Mexico or go to these amazing warm countries to come back with these amazing tans and they feel great? And then yeah. get, they fall into depression within two to three weeks because they missed that vacation.
0: Yeah. And people think, oh, it's because I'm on vacation. I don't know if the stress of work, but it's, it's the right. It's the light it, and that does bring up a, a, a good, I think something that's important to hit on is that you do not get the benefits of the sunlight through a window. The glass, glass is a filter. the glass blocks out all the stuff you need. You'd have to, and even cracking a window, even a little bit, because the photons from the sun are not linear, they bounce all over, that makes a huge difference. So if it's really cold, you don't want the window wide open, even having it cracked, is better than not.
1: Another great tip. See, now normally, and again, you can still add to that uh, because I always have, I have my guest co-host at the end of the show bring us to a close anyway and leave behind an all-encompassing message or it could be a legacy message for you. Whatever. It's your thing. You're the co-host for today. So, uh, on that note, is that how you want to bring the show towards a close? Just uh, some last-minute tips like that? Or do you have something bigger that you want to kind of leave behind to inspire people with and, uh, you know, remind people to go to quantumhelp.tv? I got that covered. That'll all be in the show notes. but. Um, yeah, is there anything big, big picture you want to leave behind for everybody?
0: You know, Scott, there is. And uh, I'm going to go back to when I when I asked the doctors when this type of information would make it into med school. And they said, if if it ever does, it'll be another 15, 20 years. And what I've realized through my research is there's something called the translational gap. When new information or a new discovery is validated and real, but there's there's a lag between when it has been discovered, like say penicillin, and when it's something that's actively prescribed through the medical system. And we're in that gap right now with this type of information. And that gap is being filled with things like this podcast. And listening to this podcast and having mentors like you and being people who are willing to take a risk and do their own research. We're shifting the paradigm and closing that gap faster if it would, and maybe it wouldn't even ever get closed. So I just want to say that what you do and the people who listen to this podcast, it really matters.
1: (laughs) I think that's a good message. I mean, I, I never planned on having a podcast years ago. I was just a consumer. And then you realize like, you know what? I could do this. And I I tell people all the time, yes, I want to bring the messaging out to other people and share your message, but it's actually a little bit of selfishness for me. So, it's like, yeah. I, I love absorbing new knowledge and being able to, again, create these new paradigms and this shift and figure out what's going to matter to be next, right? Maybe there is something cutting edge or in this case, like you're saying, Maybe we're just trying to just reshare information that, again, I had Jack on back in 2017. I had Kevin Cottrell back on. So I had these guys on in the the past five years. So it's like, okay, we're hitting on this content again. It's now 2021. We're hitting on it again and again and again just with new influencers like you to help re-kickstart and maybe tighten this and close the gap a little bit faster. I love that. That's a great way to close So
0: Absolutely. And, you know, like there was a – there was a Nobel prize given in 2017 for circadian rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. We're not, we're, we're not making this stuff Absolutely. up. There are hundreds of public. I could send hundreds of links to public research, yeah. public yes. research, right? Like I'm not saying we're creating a new thing. We are providing a channel for people to find what they need to feel better. I just want everyone to feel
1: better. <laughs> I, I totally agree. Especially if these are <laughs> natural things that we can, we do that again, well, those those red light toys aside, uh, that are actually affordable, approachable, and can be naturally solved in Mother Nature, in our natural environments. That's I was back to full circle earlier in the show. You mentioned it's like changing your environment to a healthier environment to take advantage of these free steps that we could take advantage of that are already around us. We have just forgotten and moved away from. It. Yes. Yeah, you don't, actually don't. Okay, maybe you have to buy a pair of blue blocking glasses with all the technology these. Okay, spend a little bit of money on that. <laughs> yeah. But everything else, it's like, okay, well, go Yeah. it's free. Take, take your rubber shoes off and go stand on the grass a little while. Yeah. You, know, you don't have grass, go to a public park. I don't know. It's, it's not the end of the world. You can figure this out, people. You can figure it out. So, well, listen, hang tight. Why don't we give you a proper goodbye off the air? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to share one last time for the video watchers, too, by the way. So, again, quantumhealth.tv is a pretty cool channel because I started geeking out over the past couple weeks. I haven't even gone through all of her content yet because there's so much on here. Uh, and actually, there's already a couple of people I've seen on here that I've heard about that I haven't even had a chance to chat with yet. Uh, so maybe Meredith and I can follow up later about that because some of these people look fun and I know I'm going to geek out with them. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the site. There's a lot of information on here. Again, even if you go through her whole site, go track down Dr... Dr. Jack Cruz's site, because again, yep. that man—you are not going to run out of content in his site. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. it is like never ending. So,
0: yeah. yeah, ladies and gentlemen, ours is kindergarten, his is PhD. <laughs> is,
1: again, you—you you created a new wealth of accessible knowledge to help reduce the woo-woo factor and help us start understanding this stuff sooner rather than later. So, I, I thank you for that, and I appreciate you for that. Hang tight, I'll give you a proper goodbye off the air, ladies and gentlemen. Again. Meredith Oak of quantumhealth.tv. You can also get there by going to circadianlife.tv as well. So thanks for tuning in. Remember, you too can live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon.
0: Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.